0: This is episode 225 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. This time I'm joined by Travis Marier, CEO of Flexpoint.com, and we discuss the complexities of implementing dropshipping into an existing e-commerce operation. So let's get started. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins, and profitability. Visit storehero.ai today.
1: This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome, welcome to, the to the show. The show.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break Podcast. Today we wanna to talk uh, about dropshipping. With me on the show today, I have Travis Marier. He is the CEO of Flexpoint.com, a dropship and distribute order management platform built for connected commerce. Travis has been in the e-commerce industry for over 10 years, leading multiple software and service companies. He is an advocate of the distribution fulfillment model and passionate about empowering merchants to compete in a rapidly evolving retail industry. So let's dive into the topic of dropshipping. Hey, Travis, how are you today? Hey, good.
1: Thanks for having me. Great to have you on the show. Travis, dropshipping, why? It's amazing. Fulfillment model. There's been a lot of different approaches to it as far as there's China, the US, there's the internal kind of US based approach. There's a lot of different ideas about it out there. The big thing to think about when it comes to dropship is it sounds so great at the surface because there is a lot of efficiencies in the actual model if it's done right. In general, it's been tough to get it going because there's a lot of integration heavy kind of work that is involved. But in general, right now, dropshipping is really picking back up. And I'm not talking about quit your side job or start a side job, quit your nine to five kind of that. The dropshipping where it's this live on an island kind of scenario. We deal mostly in dropshipping where it's a fulfillment model for an established retailer or someone that has an audience in general, maybe not a retailer, but an influencer, whatever it might be, but has an audience, has a differentiated kind of brand for that type of company it can make a ton of sense. And it's some of the best time to start dropshipping. You've got direct-to-consumer brands that are great, that have their own Shopify store, on a big commerce store, wherever it might be, that you can easily plug in with systems like, like whether it's Zapier or like an order manager system built for dropship, like ourselves, Flexpoint, whatever it might be, you can easily connect to a, a partner network of dropshippers. And so right now it's really been interesting to see the new players getting into the space because It doesn't require as much technical overhead as it has in the past. So it's been interesting to see that. Yeah, thanks for clarifying. We're not talking about what was a
0: hype a few years ago, become rich overnight with AliExpress, dropshipping, these things, and this kind of dropshipping is definitely nothing that I would recommend. But dropshipping as a business model has been around for a very long time. And I agree 100% with you moving to DTC, dropshipping done the right way. And we will dive into this now is still a great business concept now can become relatively complex. If you're running a store, you have different suppliers, different technology platforms now understand you at Flexpoint, you're helping in basically clearing this up, create clarity and helping with the processes. Tell me a little bit about the complexities behind running a dropshipping business.
1: Sure. Yeah, let's say you're typically just shipping something out of your warehouse, right? You're a DTC brand or a traditional retailer that you've had a brick and mortar or your own warehouse. You're used to physically having these items and maybe just a small catalog because you're not building out a large catalog. It's usually uh, price prohibitive to do that. But when you start drop shipping, a lot of times you're dealing with a larger catalog because you can because you don't have to own the inventory and you don't actually own it, so you don't physically have it. So that means things like. Images, titles, descriptions, like how do you actually decide what to call it, how to describe it, how to get the imagery, just getting the products up onto your website in mass. Usually, like I said, it's more than just one or two that you're adding, at least in our model and a traditional retail model. So you're dealing with whether it's a file or an integration need there and getting it up, categorizing it properly. So to start, that's a piece of it. Once you get your product catalog onto your website, you then need to sync inventory, working with your vendors to understand where do they maintain their accurate quantities so you don't sell something they don't have in their warehouse that they cannot ship for you. As I was saying earlier, you need to build a good brand. It's not AliExpress just flipping customers, never having them come back. You need to be still building a good brand. And with that, you need to have a good fulfillment experience and... So with that, you got to make sure that you're not selling things that are out of stock, but you're fulfilling orders when people buy them on your website to build your brand. Onboarding vendors in general, is something that you should be thinking about and you need systems like whether it's a Flex Floyd or any kind of software out there that helps you onboard these vendors to get the catalog in, to sync the inventory, to manage how many vendors you have in a queue, how many that you've already signed agreements with, how many that you've integrated with. So just that whole piece of it, that's all just getting started. right? There's some complexity there and why there's software out there that focuses just on that piece. And so once you get going, that's get your vendors up, you're going, you start getting orders in. You do need to be thinking about, okay, an order comes in, it has one of my branded items on it, and it also has a dropship item on it. How do I split that off appropriately? And then how do I make sure that experience is good, whether it's coming in two boxes or whether you're bringing it into your own warehouse first, what we call cross-stocking, and bringing that in first and then sending it all together, if you have high enough margins, it can make sense to do that in some industries. So it's thinking about those complexities and how you want to handle them. And one of the most complex areas that we handle is in the retail world where you might already be buying wholesale from brands. Say I'm an outdoors company and I sell fishing rods and I'm currently buying those wholesale, ignoring my whole warehouse and I'm sending them out. If I also dropping that exact same fishing rod, how do I map that across multiple systems to say this fishing arrives in my warehouse? This one's also in another warehouse. How do I get that up to my site as one product listing with an accurate quantity across those two separate warehouses? The one I don't owe, right? It's a drop shipper. And when an order comes in, sure, maybe it's as simple enough as saying, I just want to always fulfill my warehouse. And then if it's out of stock, go over to the drop shipper to fill it there. But we have clients that say, you know what? No, if it's in California, fulfill it directly from the dropshipper because I can't fulfill it for the same cost, right? Or I can't get there in quick enough time or if it's international. So there's all those complexities where systems like Flexpoint come in and we, what we call product overlap, where you have the exact same product in multiple warehouses, third party and first party. So it's really just a game of data integration, data management, whether it's inventory, product or order data. It was a great overview
0: of what, Basically, dropshipping the different kind of scenarios that you can work with. I like that. So now, once you have found a vendor or supplier for the products that you want to sell in your store, obviously, they all have different technology platforms. Tell me a little bit about the integration of whatever they can provide when it comes to the data exchange to your platform. That might be Shopify, that might be BigCommerce, wherever you're on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's all about integration, right? And that's the main piece when you are working with a dropshipper. To be able to have that good experience, you need to have your two systems talking. And traditionally, EDI was the way you integrated via dropshipping. And for those that are not familiar with EDI, electronic data interchange, it was built to replace the fax. That's how old it is. And it was literally just this non-human readable files that were translated. Interesting enough, it's still used by most of the large players, Walmart, Amazon, Target, all the big retailers still a lot of times require EDI uh, because they've built their whole system infrastructure around it. But it's very tough to implement. It's very fragile. It's not a standard like it might sound. It can differ from retailer to retailer. It's very time consuming to set up. So at the very base level, that's how people started integrating from a retailer to a supplier. And then... Moving on to integrating dropship as well between that retailer and that supplier. Still around today, but that's kind of at the base level, the one you want to avoid. Three-mode setups, costly, things like that. It slowly evolved to, and you see this today a lot, where there's CSV files that are hosted on like a Dropbox location or an FTP to provide live inventory. And there's custom scripts written that a lot of entry-level developers can write a script to update a file. So it made things a little bit easier, they're human readable, It simplified kind of that EDI process of transferring files, but still wasn't great. We saw the REST API really bring things forward a lot further in that with good documentation, it's a very efficient way to translate data back and forth between two systems. And so the rise of the API has really kind of been a game changer for integration as a whole. But it still requires a developer and you need good developer to make sure that they can properly leave the, read the documentation, integrate, deal with rate limiting, deal with pagination, things like that. But it still requires a developer. Where we're at now and why I'm so excited about Dropship and the integration between partners and commerce is that we've got these connectors that say, you don't have to be a developer. We've already built all these pre-built integrations to every open API system that is out there. Shopify, Big Commerce. Any new software to being rolled out has an API in most cases. Everyone probably on your podcast a good bit probably know about Zapier, right? And that's a great example of an iPaaS, an integration platform as a service that helps you just integrate more as in commerce-focused ones like Soligo out there and Alloy and things like that. What we did with Flexpoint is because we're focused on Dropship, we built an order and inventory management system with an iPaaS built in. So now, when it comes to integrating your vendor who's on Shopify, you just have them install the Shopify app. You automatically are pulling in product data, automatically syncing inventory, automatically sending orders and tracking information back and forth. No developer, no custom code. For those that are on Shopify, on Big Commerce, we even have them with open source platforms like Magento and WooCommerce, things like that. What the big hurdle was when integrating with drop suppliers is how do we integrate? Who's going to write it? Do I have a developer? Do I have a developer? How do I deal with EDI? Now, today, it's I'm on Shopify, you're on Shopify. I'm on Big Commerce, you're on Magento. Doesn't matter. Just use a system like FlexPoint or any other kind of iPass out there to easily connect with your partners, essentially, and start working together.
0: And now, a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode Store Hero is a profit platform for e commerce brands and agencies. StoreHero helps centralize all of your e-commerce marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins, and profitability. StoreHero helps busy brand owners and agencies save up to 10 hours per week in managing their e-commerce business. StoreHero helps brands to get a razor-sharp view of their contribution margins and give them the tools and confidence to build a profitable and sustainable business. Log in at StoreHero.ai and start making profitable decisions today. And now back to the show. Okay. No, makes perfect sense. And obviously that helps a lot. I remember the times dealing with CSV files and it was a pain in the neck. There were so many errors in there. It was not a good experience. Now, when you work with a partner on the other side and you only want to source, I don't know, certain product ranges and synchronizing the stock and all of that, how do you keep control from your side that you really only source the products that you want to have and so on?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I can tell you've got experience in here, I right? Just be able to dive in there, at least have heard of the complexities there. So what we do with FlexPoint specifically, because we are in that the business of building on a larger catalog, not the one SKU kind of dropship Aliexpress thing, but like building a larger catalog to bolster your brand online and to build an experience on your website. So you're dealing with a lot of products that are available to you. We have two screens, really three, but two that mainly really matter, where you can see the entire product feed. So whether you're integrated BSCSV file or ADI, or an API, like still has to happen for some of your vendors that require it or you connected to a Shopify store, a Magenta store, whatever it might be. All those products are brought into a single screen. And from there, you can look through that, search through that, and then move them to a catalog and have them available for your store. And we have a multi-channel catalog as well. We've built specifically the IMS and the PIM tooling within our system to say, here's all that's available to you, right? With rich imagery and titles and descriptions and custom fields and attributes that you can easily filter And then you can select those products in our user interface and say, list that to Amazon, list that to Shopify, list that to both Amazon, Shopify, Walmart, and my other big commerce store. So we give you those screens to manage them in in one spot.
0: Okay, that sounds like an amazing feature, something that should make merchant's life much, much easier. Now, when it comes to getting the information after the purchase and after delivery, so we're talking about shipping details, tracking info, and so on and so forth. Is that also something that you pull from the vendor and basically forward to the
1: customer? We do. And that has been, I believe that's a big piece of the efficiency that we add is we have a lot of customers saying we receive an order. We a lot of times have to manually send the order to our vendor, right? And. We help with that piece, but the, the biggest one was always, okay, I might be able to automate like an email PO or something, but getting the tracking back up to my store was always tough. So yes, we do help in that full cycle. Not only from what we call left to right is getting the products up, listed and synced, and then right to left, which is the orders down to your vendor and then back up the shipping tracking to your customer. And nowadays we'll update the order status and Big Commerce and Shopify specifically, I can think off the top of my head. We'll push the tracking up will mark the status as shipped. And then all that normal communication will come from your Shopify store with your branding, with all of your proper kind of messaging that you have had for any other order. Do you have any other kind of integrations that
0: are exotic when it comes to running a store for, I don't know, specific industries or niche? Over
1: the years, there's a lot of integrations that are not as plug and play because the distributor, the vendor, the brand, whoever it might be, has a pre-built system that that requires a custom integration. On top of being an order and inventory management system, we have a full integration team. with a dozen developers constantly working on integration. So we have about 194, 95, I think is where we're at right now. Pre-built integrations to the large distributors in the auto parts space and the furniture space. There's a ton of other industries that serve where we have plug and play distributors built into our system where you don't have to go hire a developer. And they're ready to go one-click process of loading their products in. Okay.
0: Now, you're obviously talking to a lot of vendors out there. Do you see some specific trends or industries where dropshipping is really picking up right now compared to a, a year or two years ago?
1: I think traditionally it's been big in those markets I mentioned, the industries that automotive, even in the firearm adult space, furniture, where there's these big distributors that exist that have pre-built features and connect. I will say that Dropship is becoming more and more popular in this new influencer ecosystem where we have people on TikTok and Instagram and things like that, where even though apparel, there's high return rates and there's sizing issues and, and things like that and less margins in a lot of cases, if you have an audience and you're not a traditional retailer, you're not used to commerce, Dropship can be a quick, easy way to get going. And so I think these little niche markets If that influencers can tap into are starting to open up opportunities for dropship. I heard there's a local guy here that has like a rubber stamp company from back in the day, you know, rubber stamps for your name and things like that, where he's got one influencer out of nowhere just showed up and starts and sending them, you know, dozens of orders a day. They get a couple hundred in like big days, whatever it might be, where he would have never expected that as their business has pivoted to something else completely, but he's getting these orders that someone tapped into this weird niche market uh, on TikTok, and now he's getting dropship orders from them. So I, I think of anything, we're seeing more of uh, a distributed kind of approach to all these little markets you can tap into because of the influencer economy.
0: Okay, that's a very interesting insight. How does the onboarding process look like with FlexPoint? What's the timeline there?
1: Yeah, with us, it can be very quick, depending on the complexity. We've had people sending orders within a couple of days, three to four days. We've also had large invitations where you're bringing on 10, 15, 20 vendors is what you want to have on it before you go live. And so that can be like a 90, even to 120 day implementation. If you're bringing on catalogs, you're communicating with vendors. I'd say on average, we're looking from like a 30 day to 90 day experience getting up and going. If you are an established retailer with an established store and you have multiple vendors you want to bring on board, there's a project management piece to it. Okay, that brings me to the question, who's your perfect customer? Yeah, our perfect customer for FlexPoint is a retailer that has established vendor network that is looking to automate more of their business that they do today manually. Ideally, they're doing at least $3 million to $5 million. GMV annually it shows that they've got an established business and I've got past the manual side of things. So, you know, SMB for sure, but definitely we're leaning toward mid-market. But anyone that has a dropship component or wants to add a dropship component, to automate more of what they're doing already online. We have another brand that's a little bit more SMB focused, InventorySource.com. That's really anyone that's just getting up, getting going. You can be live in the matter of a couple hours by integrating with that pre-built network I mentioned. That kind of focus is there where Flexpoint is really looking for the more established retailer looking to automate what they're doing manually. Okay. Give me a bit of an overview on the pricing structure. How does that work? We're roughly eight hundred dollars a month. A lot of times, we are looking for annual contracts and annual payments, but we do have options to go down to monthly when it makes sense. Right now, our team today mostly manages the kind of the sales, pricing, and things like that. However, we do have a light version of our app coming out where it's going to go back to that. You know, you can buy it on the website, roughly seven hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars a month will be that price point because inventory sources, our sister company, very similar, a little more SMB, that's at $99 a month. FlexPoint is really for that more serious retailer. Just
0: taking into consideration how much time it saves you and probably the level very low compared to do it manually, that's a no brainer. Before we come to the end of the coffee break today, is there anything that you want to share with the listeners that we haven't covered yet?
1: As an advocate of the dropshipping model, I think everyone has their preconceived notions of it because of a a YouTube video they've seen or an experience they've had. I always like to remind people that it's a, a very powerful model if used correctly. It's one of those things that I'd say keep your eye out for in the future because it's easier and easier for partners to work together. I think you're going to see it more and more. And then at the same time, never realize what's happening as well. So if you're in the know and you're you're partnering, you're going to see it from that perspective. But I think it's become more and more seamless and you're going to receive a package that was dropshipped that you had no idea Mm -hmm. was dropshipped. So I think that's really exciting for us to see that happen.
0: Yeah, we're on the same page there. If it's done professionally and with the right tools, it's a great experience for everyone. Cool. Where can people find out more about you guys?
1: Yeah, just flexpoint.com. It is F-L-X, no E. So F-L-X-P-O-I-N-T.com you can check us out there. We have a a team ready to talk you through it, live chat and all that kind of stuff as well. So happy to talk with you there. I'm always happy to engage with you on LinkedIn. You can find me, Travis Marier, M-A-R-I-E-A as well.
0: I will put the links in the show notes as always, then you just one click away. Travis, thanks so much for giving us an overview of what's happening right now in dropshipping. And I hope a lot of listeners will check your website out. And I think it's a great system to make your life easier. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Klaus. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Store Hero is a profit platform for e-commerce brands and agencies. Store Hero helps centralize all of your e-commerce marketing and finance data to get a true sense of your unit economics, margins and profitability. Visit StoreHero.ai today. Hey, Klaus here. Before you go, I would like to invite you to become part of the e-commerce Merchant Pro community to get actionable advice from other Shopify merchants who already have achieved what you are aiming for. Our community is a safe place to actively grow your online retail business with the support of the most amazing and helpful group of e-commerce entrepreneurs behind you. Running a Shopify business is tough. Don't do it alone. Join us now. You will find the link in the show notes. Also, if you think your online store has conversion or marketing issues and you would like to have a fresh set of eyes on your business, then drop me an email at klaus at klauslauter.com and let me know a little bit about your business. It might be beneficial for you to have me look over your store, offers, emails, and ads, and get an unbiased outside perspective and guidance to help you make most of your online business. Thank you, as always, for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Until next time, and I talk to you soon.